This is the Balanced Artist Podcast, where we help the purpose-driven creator's journey suck a little less and thrive a little more. Hosted by award-winning musician, TEDx speaker, and comedian, Rory Gardner. Who? We chat with experts who help level up your creative career by reframing your lifestyle as a balanced artist. Hello and welcome back to the Balanced Artist Podcast. The one thing holding a lot of us back from creative pursuit is the fear of failure. Okay, it's not even that the project is a failure, but you know, you're thinking, how will it make us look in front of our peers? Or if this fails, am I proving to myself that I'm incapable of creating what I thought I could? I think the biggest failure is not getting started. It may take 20 hours to get good at something, but 20 years to get to the first hour. They say dreams go to die in the planning phase. It's a graveyard of like fabulous ideas that never saw the light of day. But what if I told you that you couldn't fail? Check it out. The Beatles were like just a bunch of white guys attempting to do Motown. They failed miserably and what we got was a re- you know the result of this unique sound that hadn't really been produced before. So by attempting to replicate their own version of something successful, they created an original take on an existing product. So if fear of failure is holding people from starting, they should realize that by starting, you're creating something that either has potential to be a smash or the opportunity to create something unique as a byproduct of what you originally set out for. I once licensed a bunch of songs to TV shows and commercials, and it was lucrative, but it wasn't necessarily my intention. I was trying to write radio hits, but by attempting to write songs that I thought would be number ones, I was a failure at radio, but unknowingly created something else successful in the process. But without taking the first step to write those songs, how would I have known where they'd end up? And that was a real turning point in my creative journey. Like up until that point, I hadn't really stepped outside the box. I was just trying to fit into a box that had already been created, which is not a bad thing to get the wheels off the ground. In the book, Steal Like an Artist, Austin Kleon cautions that he does not mean to steal as in plagiarize, skim or rip off, but study, credit, remix, mash up and transform. Creative work builds on what came before and thus nothing is completely original. So using the example of my music, I was inspired by other songs and I was a fan of the music. I tried to create my own version of it. The country songs on radio were about pickup trucks and cow shit and I was writing songs from my cubicle at my day job. So you can imagine that I envisioned a country song different than someone raised plowing fields in the south. My biggest song was called Break Free. It got licensed to a large pharmaceutical company because the tagline Break Free was the title of their campaign but when I originally wrote it it was from the vantage point of I need to break free from these four cubicle walls to pursue creative endeavors. Do you see where I'm going with this? Your unique vantage point is so valuable in creativity. We always compare ourselves to others in our industry who maybe have a better skill set, but skill set doesn't necessarily translate into innovation. I wasn't the best writer or a singer, but I created something authentic and it struck a chord with the right people. When recording the instrumental parts for the album in Nashville, the studio wanted to hire the same session players that uh, you know they normally hire for everybody. And although the most sought after players in the industry and the project would probably be a great quality, it just, it always ends up sounding like everyone else's project. So instead I hired a lead guitar player and band leader who was talented, but had a bit of youth on his side. He was a little green, but he brought this unique sound to the project and the usual session guys kind of built new pieces around his bed tracks. An equally quality and unique sound over an oversaturated genre. 
You may have also caught the comment where I said I wrote this from my cubicle. Yes, I maintained a day job throughout this venture. Without worrying about money and the stress of trying to monetize my art, I could create a product that I wanted to create rather than something I thought would sell best. So instead of hiding from failure, why don't you consider trying to fail? You're like, what? It's just, here, check this out. In baseball, it's easier to get a base hit than it is to get a home run. But notice they rarely show the base hits in sports highlights. At least if you swing for the fences, there's a chance you may hit it out of the park. And if you don't, you may still be able to get a double or a triple. It's not a home run, but it's better than a single. You get on base as a byproduct of trying to get the home run. In creativity, you create something unexpected as a byproduct of trying to replicate something that works. But what if I create something unique that fails? What if, you know, what happens if I go for the home run and I strike out? Then just add it to your body of work and create something new through your new lens. With each endeavor, whether good or bad, you grow as a result. So next time you're at bat, don't do what you did last time. <laughs> Just for wind, I don't know what, I don't play baseball. But what if the byproduct of what I attempted to create doesn't succeed? Well, the mom answer is like, look what you've become as a result of the attempt. The new you is going to take on the next creative endeavor with a finer lens. In comedy, I mean, you may have a great premise, but you don't have the right thought pattern or associated story to execute the best punchline at that time. So you revisit it in six months and you'd be surprised at the breath of fresh air that you're, you know, you're able to give this idea that you thought was a dud. When I had success with the music licenses, it was over two years after I had created the project. I had to sit with the thought that it was a complete flop before getting noticed and being one of the biggest successes of my musical career. So when you're trying to create a new project, create like you're going to fail, not because you want it to, but because it's, it just gets you started. So think about it more of a process rather than an outcome. Achieving goals is fun for a few weeks, but the real win is who you become in order to achieve these goals. We're not looking for what you're attempting to create. We're looking for what manifests from the byproduct. Until next time. That's all we've got for this episode of the podcast. We have new shows every week. So remember to hit subscribe and share this episode with anyone you think could benefit from becoming a balanced artist.